You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you can call me Carl, and here on True Way Gaming... We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about your gaming-related topics. And here on this episode of True Way Gaming, I will be answering two questions that I received. And yeah, let's get right into the first question. <laughs> so the first question I received is from my brother from another mother, a mister from another mister. Yeah, there you go. I almost butchered the saying there. <laughs> and you guys know him. He was actually featured a guest on the show, Wallcrawler. And so he asked me this, one-way soldier or... You know, let me just be forward here. Carl, <laughs> Carl, I'm thinking about getting into the Evil Within series. I see that there's two parts of the game. Which game do you recommend me starting from the beginning with the first one and then work our way up to the second one? And or do you think I should just jump to the second one? And why do you think whatever your answer may be? And I'm like, Tony, Wallcrawler, that's a very good question. Very good question, my friend. So I'm going to answer that right now. <laughs> so definitely the first one. I remember years ago when the first one came out, I remember I was really interested in jumping into this game. I remember, if I'm not mistaken to my knowledge, the this game has been directed by the creator of the Resident Evil series, the, the creator of Resident Evil. So when I heard that he was releasing this new project, uh, this game, he was he was the lead on this, um, I was like, oh man, I, I gotta play this, you know, because I'm a big Resident Evil fan, you guys know that. Or hopefully you do, and if you didn't, now you know. But, you know, I'm a big major fan of Resident Evil. Uh, I love the movies, the the show, to be honest. That was that was okay, you know. But um, And by movies, I'm talking about the CGI ones, not really the the live action, I guess. Uh, even though I am looking forward to part two. But anyway, I, I'll get off topic. <laughs> but I'm a major fan of Resident Evil. And so he's releasing a new game, a new IP. I was like, man, I got to jump in. And the Evil Within, it's just in case if you don't know, listener, it's a... Uh, third-person survival horror experience um survival horror game and um it has at the same time the game does really well on making its own game i guess i'll say like when you play the game you're not like oh well this is like resident evil no it has a total different feel and um especially the, the game mechanics and especially how you're supposed to fight certain em- enemies um you definitely don't feel like okay this is a a copy paste of resident evil so i think the game does very well on making it its own identity, which is I like, and uh, I think you could agree. Now, the Evil Within, the first one, I didn't beat the game entirely, um, but I got really close to the end, and there's a lot of memorable moments for me in the game, especially Chapter 4. Oh my goodness, Chapter 4, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but once you get to Chapter 4, Tony, you know, if you decide to jump in, um, you definitely see what I'm talking about. And even, I would see even the intro in the game, just, you know, there's, there's a lot of like moments like, oh snap, you feel this crazy intention and, uh, you know, like in other words, like you're like, there's some chase scenes, uh, you know, again, I don't want to spoil it, uh, but there's a lot of memorable moments in the game and where I was like, man, like I, I do recommend it, you know, I do recommend that, um, but 
you know, besides those few memorable moments, when you're going through the campaign, there may be a lot of times where the game, in my opinion, may feel stale. Even though it may feel stale, again, this is a game that I, I still recommend. And and I do recommend giving it a try. And then The Evil Within 2, it's the way they made Part 2. Literally, they improved every single thing um, compared to the first one. They, they, they literally expanded on the gameplay. So everything, not only just graphically I'm talking about, but also... The gameplay mechanics in terms of shooting, looting, pacing for the campaign, and everything is just improved um, with the Evil Within 2 compared to Part 1. So if you may even, even if you, uh, I think if you check out gameplay for Part 2 and then you look at Part 1, or, or rather if you play Part 2 and then play Part 1 or play Part 1 and then jump in Part 2, you may feel that the game, Part 1, may feel a little dated compared to Part 2. So... And I also like what they made the Evil Vid 2 so that you don't have to jump into the first one or understand what's going on here. And I think the game does a real good job on sort of recapping the events from the first one in the second one. So, bottom line, my... Oh, and also, uh, before I forget, almost, you know, forgot a very important detail, a very cool detail, is that the second one... They, a few years ago, I forgot entirely when, but they also made an update to where uh, you could choose either you want to play the game, obviously from third person, like over the shoulder perspective, and or you could play the entire game beginning to end in first person view. Now, if you can handle that, man, kudos to you, but, you know, <laughs> that game part two, like I said, uh, there's a lot of scares in there, you know, and uh, it, it really... Um, really improves over the first one so bottom line my answer would be if you want to get into the series and you want to know how it all started or how pretty much the franchise started and and to see how the developers sort of improved upon the first and you know just to get the full length of the story i guess then i'll recommend definitely playing through part one then jump into part two but if you just want to jump into how should i say the the better and approved game, in my opinion, uh, even though they didn't approve, I mean, it's a fact that they approve a lot of stuff. Uh, they did, but if, if you just want to jump to part two and, and not sort of dedicate the time to part one and, you know, jump into the new approved game and get into the story and, um, you know, experience the game as a whole, like, I, I recommend then jumping into part two and, and uh, and I'll say in a good way, the gameplay is also a little bit different um, in part two compared to part one. And I, and I say that in a good way. I say that in a good, and again, like I said, approved way. So I definitely recommend, jump. you know, if, if you're one of those, if you're, you're in that category, then definitely just jump in part two. But like I said, you want to see how it began. You want to see how did it improve for yourself and, you know, and, and just, enjoy the the ride from the first one to the second one then then play part one so i hope this answers your question you know um and pretty much and i to also add to that answer i didn't beat part one i didn't make it to the very end i'm close to the end uh but i didn't make it to the end and so when part two came out i just jumped into part two and then um i did the oh my goodness, i can't speak <laughs> sorry listeners but part two I felt like really did a good job on like capturing what happened in the first one into 
where part two takes place now. And I feel like I didn't miss out. I didn't feel like, oh man, I should have finished part one to fully understand. No, I feel like part two does a, a good recap or the situation again. I'll go, oh, okay, cool. I could just flow from here. And I, I didn't feel like, oh man, I need to go to the first one. So that that's what I did. That was the choice that I did. And yeah, the choice is completely up to you. So I hope that answered your question, Tony. And uh, let me know when you actually uh, play it. I'll be waiting for your feedback. Don't forget about me. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, and then on to the second question. The second question actually comes from my older brother, aka Desha. I don't know why I said aka for it, but Desha, my older bro. And my older brother asked me this question. <clears throat> hey, little brother. No, <laughs> he didn't do that. He sounds nowhere like that. <clears throat> hey, little brother. So I got an Xbox Series X. I'm a big fan of RPGs. And I wanted to ask you this question. What RPGs do you recommend that is online co-op so I can play with wifey, a.k.a. waifu, a.k.a. my wife? I like your show, by the way. Holla back. No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. He sounds nothing like that, nor <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's from Montana or anything. Uh, but overall, what are some RPG experiences that I could recommend him? Because he's a big fan of RPGs and um, that are online cooperative so he can play with his partner partner in life so and that's what i'm gonna answer the question now i got a list here and i'm gonna go down the list for you and uh yeah hopefully listeners you know hopefully this list will be a blessing to you so the first game that i wanted to talk about is a game called titan quest oh and before i jump in um at the end of this list i may uh I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna give like three honorable mentions, but as, as an addition to the honorable mentions, I know like one that's massively known is like Borderlands, for example, which um, you know again is well known. I, I think I said that also. I, I think I even mentioned that in a previous podcast with uh, cooperative games, um, a list of cooperative games I recommend. So like Borderlands is a great RPG experience, has like bazillion guns. Um, also games like um, oh my goodness, it was in my mind. But it's sort of slipping my mind, but games like Borderlands, uh, games that are, I should say, that's well-known, obvious, I'm not going to really mention in this list, but these are the games that, that uh, how should I say, they're not really, in my opinion, mainstreamed, as in they're well-known. I mean, die-hard RPG fans, uh, fans could would agree with this list, but I'm just naming games that I personally recommend. And I feel like are not talked about a lot, even though these games are, they have a, a great fan base and a great following. So I'm going to break down a list. So I'm going to start. So Titan Quest, Titan Quest is an action role-playing hack and slash video game. And it really goes, and it's also online cooperative with up to six players, which is really awesome. It was cool in the beginning of the game that you, it sort of takes place in, uh, in Greece, in mythology Greece. In the opening cutscene, I think a sparring gets attacked by uh, Medusa. And when you go throughout the game, you fight like different creatures, spiders, and different mythological creatures and stuff. And the game really goes deep into character builds in terms of character. Oh my goodness. <laughs> character uh, skill trees. There you go. Skill trees, uh, weapons. Uh, you know, there's loot in the game. And, over, and again, on console, you can play this uh, up to six players. And this game was basically ahead of its time because this game released originally in 2006 but they did thq nordic did remaster this game onto 
the Xbox One and, and PS4. I don't think there's a series, native Series X version or a PS5 version, but you could play this game on your Series X, you know, through backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. And um, this game has been highly praised, really good, and yeah, that's definitely the first one that I would have to recommend. It looks really, really cool. And then the second game that I want to recommend, or that I recommend, is, and I know this may sound a little funny, because, you know, I, I know usually when people, when they say RPG experience, you know, they think about the medieval world, or um, how should I say, North mythology, or something along those lines, sort of like what Warhammer uh, 4K does, or um, I, I think about Vermintide too, that that took place, you know, in, in like a dark medieval times or whatever uh but this next game i recommend is dying light i recommend dying light it features four player cooperative online and this game has a lot of skills for you to choose from it has over a you could level up i do believe over 100 times in that game and there's four different categories whereas agility um combat you know, survival skills combat and i forgot the fourth one but there is ton of skills for you to upgrade and it has a massive skill tree at all four um, categories and as you play the game you do gain experience as you can play objectives um, etc you know you do find um how should i say you do get xp and then also cool loot uh cool loot excuse me as well there's also side quests and there's also even fun events like for example uh, oh, this is a first person um zombie apocalypse so to speak game um you play as a uh, i forgot the, guy, the guy's name um Forgot to do you play as, but um, there's some customization in terms of your character's appearance. There's different outfits in the game that you unlock, um, and or you could pay to unlock. For example, you can make your character look like Bill from Left 4 Dead, or rather Bill from Left 4 Dead. Uh, the thing is, he won't have the voice. He will sound like the character in the game, but you will look like Bill from Left 4 Dead, and that's the one I have, and it, to me is hilarious. And what's really unique about this experience besides you know the sequel coming out uh february next year is that this game you has it features parkour so it's really cool that you know there's zombies in the game there's parkour you could literally it feels like martial arts at times where you could like run towards a zombie jump on their shoulder and then literally drop kick another zombie behind them and it's really unique in terms of combat. You can really mix things up that are really awesome. And what's really unique also, in addition, is that when it turns nighttime, hence dying light, the zombies mutate. And there's these mutants that come out of caves. And they are faster. They run. And they're really strong. And they chase you at night. So at nighttime, really you don't want to be out at night. But if you're feeling adventurous and dangerous you could definitely at nighttime roam around these creatures will find you and then they're also due to the virus the weakness of the virus is when you use a a uv light over these mutants um it, it burns them they're very sensitive to uv lights for whatever reason and it really adds to the i, I should say the horror element of the game because when you're being chased by these things oh my goodness it's scary i'll say even a four-player co-op you know and it was really fun at times because playing with up to four people and you know you have weapons uh you can even have firearms in the game and going through the campaign to me this campaign is very well done and just jumping around running around the city and doing stuff and having that threat at night um it, to me it's a really unique experience 
and I'm super excited for part two of the sequel. I actually beat this game beginning to end, and now is the perfect time to actually jump into the game if you do decide to give this game a chance, which I highly recommend. It just released on Nintendo Switch, so you can play it for the first time ever in portable form, and they also released the Platinum Edition, which includes all the DLC into one package, including Hell Raid Mode, which is very interesting, um, which, which is a crazy collaboration when I found that out. Because uh, Hell Raid was going to be a first-person uh, hack and slash like dungeon game too, where you where you slash like you know skeletons and and creatures and stuff. But then that game sort of was never canceled. It was never really announced canceled, but it's been a development. Um, how should I say development frustration and a long time. And sure enough, out of nowhere, I forgot which year, but a few years ago, it was announced that Dying Light had a partnership with. The developers of Hell Raid, and then they brought Hell Raid into Dying Light, which is, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't like all the symbolism, so you know I don't play it. But that's you know that's me. So I highly recommend that as well. And again, it's a fun, it's a great RPG experience as well. And it's crazy because like the game plays so well that you know it doesn't feel. It, it to me it adds a great blend of native RPG and just. Uh, a hack and slash parkour zombie slaying game you know it blends the two mechanics very well to where none doesn't really overshadow the other it's it's a really amazing game dying light definitely gotta check it out i highly recommend now the second game that i want to talk about oh excuse me the third game <laughs> i already mentioned the second okay uh bear with me guys is Outward. Now, Outworld, uh, Outward, excuse me, um, is an open world fantasy role playing video game, and it has heavy inspired Dark Souls combat mechanics. But what's really dope about the game is that, what was really good about the game is that it's also on top of the difficulty, this game really rewards you for the hard work that you put in. And I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit the best way I can. So what I mean by that, one is cool as you're exploring the world. Uh, for example, you um, if you travel in the desert, for example, and you're wearing a heavy armor, your character could burn up and actually, um, you know, from hydration and uh, die or, or really um, his, his stamina will be, he'll be heavily affected um, in a negative way. He'll be greatly affected and not to combat well so you have to give them order you have to feed uh your character make sure you survive you know it has, it has survival aspects to where you got to keep yourself or, or whether it's cold like in the snow you got to keep yourself warm make sure you eat make sure you stay hydrated um and it's it's a real deep mechanic but they don't do and i like about this game is that they don't do it in a way to where it feels like a burden like you're just traveling you're so immersed in the world or focus on the quest you're oh man my guy needs to eat Great, I have no food. You know, it, it doesn't... I like the game that they... I like the way they did this features in the game to where it doesn't feel like a burden. Like, for for example, Red Dead Redemption 2, I feel like, to me, that's where sort of... I like the first one better because the second one, to me, it felt a little bit of a burden. I gotta make sure my horse is fed. I gotta comb him. I gotta groom my own guy. Uh, I gotta make sure he's fed. You know, like, it, it, feels, it felt like a burden. But in this game, I like how they add sort of realistic mechanics in a fantasy world. And I love when you also it's online cooperative up to two people 
And you can also play this game two-player split-screen as well, which is awesome. You got a buddy coming over to the house. You could definitely sit down on the couch and enjoy this with a friend. And, um, you know, there's there's dungeons. You can loot. Uh, there's deep customization as well. Um, well, in terms of character and character builds as well. Uh, different weapons. And, again, enemies that you fight in the game and bosses, they are difficult. But in a fun way. And... This game heavily rewards you for, I should say, uh, great difficulties in terms of weapons. So, you you know, you fight a boss that is difficult, you're going to get some amazing loot as well, you know. But it's not going to be an easy fight and etc. So, I think out Outward, excuse me, it's a, the game adds a great blend of all these mechanics and I highly recommend it. It's an amazing RPG experience. A matter of fact diehard rpg fans would say this is one of the greatest rpg experience that they have played and this game is not a top-down uh, rpg experience or anything like diablo this game is actually a third-person perspective you um i want to say over the shoulder but it's a third-person perspective game and again it plays similar to dark souls but it, at the same time it has its own identity so outward it is available on xbox as well uh, PC and a matter of fact, they actually have two uh, DLC expansions, and this this game I do believe was only was created by ten people, which is really dope. It's created by ten people, and playing this game you can sort of see that, but it's not. You know, it doesn't. To me, the graphics look great. The graphics look great. Um, nothing mind blowing, I would say, but it's a it, it's a great game. You just gotta check it out. Definitely check it out if you can't. It's awesome, especially play with a buddy. It's a great time. So I highly recommend this game as well. Now, now the third game, or no, the fourth game. I don't know why I keep on forgetting numbers, guys. Please bear with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the fourth game that I wanted to mention on this list is Definity, Definity and Beyond. No, I'm just kidding. Definity, Original Sin, Definitive Edition 2, or is it? It's it's Definity or uh, Definity Original Sin Two Definitive Edition. That's how it's pronounced. And uh, this this game is a sequel to an award winning RPG. And you get to in this game you get to master deep tactical combat. Um, the lore of this game is really in depth. The, the lore on the overall story, but also the lore on each individual ca uh, character in the game, very in depth. This game has a deep skill tree, different builds. You get to master the game as well. That you might want to do a second playthrough to really experience all the skills this game has to offer. And you get to loot, you get to play this. This game is cooperative up to four players online co op on console. And this game is highly praised. And literally, I do believe it was rewarded the best. One of the best RPG experiences of all time. And yeah, it's not said lightly. I'm not saying that lightly. It's really, it's it's one of the best RPG experiences of all time. And highly praised by fans. And it's online cooperative. And uh, was, so the, the original, and originally, originally released on PC. And they did a great job porting this to the Definitive Edition. Reporting this on the console. They did a great job. It's, it's really... An amazing experience, and highly recommend this one, Definity 2, Original Sin 2, Definitive Edition. There you go. Definity, Original Sin, 
Definitive Edition. Definitely gotta check this one out. Highly recommend. Now, on to the fifth game that I want to recommend on this list. To be honest, this game, I was debating whether to even include this on the list or not, list or not, just because of one thing missing, which I'm going to get to in a second. So the description of the game is, the game is called Crypt of the Necro Dancer. So Crypt of the Necro Dancer is an award-winning hardcore roguelike rhythm game. Move to the music and deliver beatdowns to the beat. Groove to the epic Danny, hopefully uh, this guy's name, Baran Solsky soundtrack, and the cool or uh, or choose from the five additional remix soundtracks, including the new remix uh, Chip Tune soundtrack by Chip Soul. So what's really cool about this game is as well, uh, even though I'm talking really about the Xbox version here the, to answer the question. But what's really cool and I find unique about this game is that if you're playing on PC, you could also play the game with your own music, which is really dope, which is really dope. So can you imagine playing this game like, you, you know, you're slaying uh, monsters because in the game you have to, it's not like you, okay, you, you are in a room and you want to get to the other side of the room. All right, just walk over or run over to the other side. No, you have to move strictly on beat with the music. So, and also same thing with fighting. You can't just slash, 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 button spam or anything. You have to go by the music. So it's really funny, or the beat of the music. So I don't know, it's just in my mind, I think it would be hilarious to play this game with like 50 Cent, for example. Um, this is how we do, you know? This is how we do. do you know, that will be dope. You're fighting a big, massive dragon because there's bosses in this game. And I just find it hilarious to you know fight a dragon and <laughs> this this how can you do you know it's just to be honest it's, it's funny and the game is very charming it is not um the graphics also it's like it's sort of expired you could tell this game is inspired by the legend of zelda um the original link of awakening so to speak even though the graphics are better than that i would say and this game also does feature a campaign that based on what i heard even though it's roguelike the campaign itself will last you 8 to 20 hours. And it's a great experience. And so the part that where I was having trouble to decide is whether to add this onto the list or not is that this game does feature cooperative gameplay, which is two players. But the game only features a total of two players cooperatively. And I heard it's very, very difficult playing as co-op, you know, because both players have to move to the B. And, you know, to me, it may... It may uh, I think it's a hilarious and, uh, you know, exciting, funny time, you know, to play with a buddy. Uh, but other pe people have expressed that, you know, adds frustration to the game. But overall, that's the point that I wanted to bring up. It's not online cooperative, but it is local cooperative. And, you know, it's another game that you have a buddy coming over to the house and you're just, you're bored. You know, you decide what game can we play. You could definitely throw on this, especially if you play on PC Play a local two players co-op and play to your own tunes. But on Xbox, the the base game itself and a DLC does have great music. If you were to check out gameplay videos or just buy the game, I think it's like 15 bucks. On the Xbox, the game does feature great music as well. Great dubstep and to me, the soundtrack is very charming. And this is definitely a game that it's just fun. You know, it's pure fun. And it's nothing to take too seriously. It adds a great challenge. 
to me, it's definitely one of the top games on this list. But literally because solely of that reason, I was really debating, man, should I include this on the list? And uh, yeah, so overall, it's on the list. Hope you get to give it a try and hopefully you will find it fun. And on with the next question. Well, not question, on with the next game. The next game that I wanted to talk about is Remnant from the Ashes. Remnant from the Ashes is an action role-playing third-person shooter developed by Gunfire Games and published by Perfect World Entertainment. And what's I, I really love, I really love this game. But this game is very, very difficult. But I say that in the utmost fun way. So it doesn't play like Dark Souls. It plays, you know, as a third-person shooter. You also have a melee weapon. You swing around, and what's really cool is you get to customize your character in the beginning of the game. And you know, in the beginning of the game, I think you're on a ship. You crash land somewhere on some land, and all of a sudden, you know, you wake up. You have a melee weapon, a sword. You you fight your way through, um, but you're you're fighting these interesting looking wood like creatures. They sort of look like, you know, again, like their skin is like made out of tree trunk, and you know they have like horns, or whatever. They look they look bugged out. Um, but this game, definitely an interesting story. Like, man, what is going on here? How these enemies became, and and the the more you play in this game, the it's it's you get rewarding loot. And what's really unique about the game, and I sort of felt like I say that as a basic selling point in a sense, <laughs> or I'm not trying to sell anything here, I'm just recommending, but the the skill tree, the skill tree, literally there's tons and tons of builds that you could do with this game. You could literally make a tank character, you could literally make uh, someone that is, uh, uh, you know, melee heavy, or that's really, um, what's it, I should say, that's dedicated to sniping. And just tons of more builds in the game that you could really mix match and and just mess around with. And what's really unique about this game is, for example, I don't want to spoil too much, but what I really love about the game is that there's also featured choices in the game. So, for example, you may have one person that says, "Hey, I want you to go fetch this for me. If you fetch this for me, you will be rewarded." He doesn't, you know, the person doesn't tell you what reward or whatever, but you go and do it, and then you. Go and fetch the item. Find out another person has this item. So when you purchase this item, the person says, "Hey, you know, what? all right, um, you know, I, I'll I'll give this to you, you know, but if you, you know, if you let me keep this item, I will reward you greatly." And the scenario specifically uh, that that I was playing in was really cool because I decided, you know what, I found out that the person that originally gave me the quest was evil. And so I was like, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll let you have this item. And I got like this legendary, uh, like submachine gun. And, and it's crazy because it looks like a bug kind of gun. It shoots like, like sort of like mines. It's like an automatic explosive round submachine gun. It was really dope. And it gave me like a cool bug, uh, like a scythe. But a, uh, the scythe looks like it was made out of like a praying mantis, so to speak, um, like claw. And it, it was really dope. And then I went back to the other person that originally gave me the quest. And I said, hey, um, yeah, I found the item, but I didn't retrieve it. I gave it to so-and-so. And then this person will betray you. This person literally becomes a boss. And if you kill the boss, they drop a legendary sniper rifle. Uh, but it's not like a, you know, a human sniper rifle. It's like an alien sniper rifle. And this sniper rifle has like a special ability for you like when you die... Um, it gives you an extra revive or something like, like it instantly revives you and it's crazy so in, in other words 
what really draws me to this game, not only the world and the characters and, and actually the, the, the lore, the story of the game, um, but you literally get to choose if you want to be a bad guy, the, the norority system. You could choose to either be a bad guy, a good guy, or even neutral. And literally your decisions has heavy consequences. And that's what I really like about the game. And literally, depending on your decision, you may lose out on a ton of good loot and or you might get a loot like like a gun or something and you know it's it's like it's it's really awesome really in-depth that's what really draws me to the game because also it's fun it's a third person shooter and you get to play it out to three players cooperative um online i don't think it features local but and and overall it's just and, and you fight big bosses the bosses are crazy in there um in, in a good way the bosses are very cool you get to fight a dragon at one level, and one another one, you might fight a giant orc, and there's even just—I'm not talking about like the basic medieval stuff, but there's even bosses you go like, "What the heck?" Like this is crazy. It's really good, um, and, and and again, this is like an indie studio, and to me, they literally made a masterpiece. And this game is heavily popular; it sold a lot of units. Um, it sold very well, even as a, a Series X um, patch to it, so you could either play it on console. Because it, re- it released on Xbox One, but I received the Xbox Series X enhancement. So it's not a native Series X port, but rather, um, if you're playing this on the Xbox Series X, the, the game would detect, oh, you're playing on the next-gen hardware, which is current-gen. And now you could choose between these two modes, either play at 4K 30 and or 1080p 60 frames. And to me, it's, that sounds really like last-gen with the Xbox One and PS4, those two modes, or Xbox One X. And PS4 Pro kind of thing, but the I, I remember the developers uh, they were interviewed. I forgot I'm not sure if it was on Game Rant or something, but they explained that they sort of had a small budget, and this was pretty much the best that they could do. Um, but but not in a you know it's understandable, and you know me I I choose frame rate over resolution. The game is is amazing, and the game looks beautiful itself. Rather if you're playing on 1080p 60 frames, the game just plays overall. It's just great fun and i remember a man playing this game with uh actually yeah actually with my brother and uh um uh sister-in-law and we stood we stood up late we stood up like four in the morning one time playing this game really good really really cool so if you're interested i highly recommend playing this game literally i highly recommend it it really is so much fun and it's cool and the game is really dope i think you will honestly enjoy this game gotta definitely try it out and on with the next game so the next game I want to recommend on this list is For the King. Now, this game, for me personally, it's a little, I don't say, it's a little complicated for me to explain. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the description on the store. So it reads this, For the King is a challenging blend of strategy, turn-based combat, and roguelike elements. Each playthrough is unique and uh, pro it's different maps, quests, and events. Sorry about that long pause. I'm like, wait, where, where, where did I read? <laughs> and events. Explore uh, Foliar, Foliar, I think it's the, the region, in either single player, local, or online co-op. And it's three players online co-op and um, local. And what's really cool is it's, it's sort of it's sort of like playing Dungeons & Dragons. Except for the deep uh, you know, elements of you know, of Dungeons and Dragons, but it's really cool. You get to create your character. You get to choose what campaign that you want to play. And then you sort of go on from there. The game 
really mixes things up and it, it's, this game is just so much fun it's so rewarding also and it's it's, it's I really i played this for a few buddies of mine and man we could play this and be lost for hours and it, it really is awesome it really is awesome it really like it is like i mentioned it, it really is similar to playing like D, but you know the game does all that it handles all that and it's, it's just a really fun mix up and it's not like it's just so much fun that's the best way I can explain the game, really. And it's cool because it is available on Nintendo Switch even as well. Um, so you can play this portable. And also, again, it's on Xbox. It's on every platform, I'll say. And it's it's really good. Highly recommend this game as well. And the last game that I want to mention on this list is Cold Vein. Now, Cold Vein, I... Oh my goodness. I love this game. So this Cold Vein, the best way I could describe it is... Is heavily inspired of Dark Souls, heavily inspired uh, uh, by the gameplay mechanics of Dark Souls, but it's an anime style game. And oh, especially if you're playing on the Xbox and Xbox Series X, where it doesn't have any Xbox One X enhancements, I do believe. I mean, you could play the game 4K, to my knowledge. Yes, you can play the game 4K, I do believe. But um, an Xbox Series X will auto HDR. Oh my goodness, the colors on this game really pops and it's really really gorgeous to look at there's literally times where i'm roaming through the city or roaming through a an environment i'm just like man i'm looking around and just the colors on the character the the environments etc but this game is heavily inspired in terms of combat um like dark souls it has a challenge element there is sort of there there is a they're not like bonfire so to speak but there's sort of i should say uh a little camping area that you go to and you rest at and you know but if you rest at this camp or respond on the enemies. And what's also in depth is the character uh, customization. You literally create your character from scratch. You can literally, you know, customize your own builds with different abilities. And, and also, there's even when you feed enemies, they drop sort of like these orbs, so to speak. And these orbs, same thing with Dark Souls in terms of consequence. You can either stack up these orbs. The more you stack up, the more, the higher the level, the more um, you can improve your weapon, improve your ability and character. Uh, but if you die, you would drop them, and then you're going to have to go to your old spot and pick them up. But if you die again, they're lost forever. And what really draws me to this game is not only the gameplay is just so much fun. It is online cooperative with two players. Uh, but the story, the story is very, very well. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, but the game got you how, how it starts. You're like, oh, what the heck? What's going on? Um, and just overall, the, the the character, I would say even the the... the background of the characters the, what they've been through who they are you know what they've done it's really it's really awesome it's really awesome very it really keeps your interest um it does a great job of keeping your interest in that and also the gameplay the more you play could be very very rewarding also there's loot drops in there and you could really find um you know like legendary weapons and it's just really really a great time this game i really recommend I know I sound sort of generic, but I'm trying to find a way to describe this game without really spoiling anything. Uh, but other than then, if you love, you know, this this game does a great job of making it feel unique to its own. Like, it really feels like its own game. But the combat is inspired by Dark Souls, and if you like that sort of gameplay, hands down, you would, and anime, which is the best of both worlds here, <laughs> you would definitely love this game. And I highly recommend it. And it's sort of like a, 
how should I say, it's sort of like, it doesn't take place like in a medieval world, there's just swords and stuff, but at the same time, you see like cities, you see, so it's sort of like modern at the same time of fantasy, and there's great, you know, there's big boss battles, which is crazy, and scenarios that happen, there's just weird fire sting going on, it's just, it's an amazing game to play, and I know I sound very generic, but um, I highly recommend give this game a shot. Especially playing it with a buddy. Oh, I recommend playing through a buddy. Uh, playing with a buddy. Excuse me, not playing through a buddy. That just sounds weird. But anyway. Yeah, and then just a couple of honor mentions before we wrap up the show here. A couple of honor mentions is Immortal Unchained, which is heavily inspired. Um, it's, it's a third-person RPG um, experience. And it's really cool because it's... I know I said this for like the fourth time already, but it's... It's inspired by Dark Souls in terms of, you know, difficulty. Um, you would fight enemies. You know, they drop certain orbs. You pick it up. You die. You know, you have to go and pick them up. Or if you die again, you lose them forever. Um, if you go to these bonfire-like areas, which is called ob- ob- like obelisk, obelisk, which is basically a, a bonfire. You sit down there or respawn the enemies in the area. You would, you know, you could level up your abilities and also your guns but what makes the game has its own identity as i would say the dark soul inspired stops there what makes it its own identity is it's a third person shooter so it's not like oh yeah there is melee weapons in the game um in the game there's like 26 melee weapons but there's over 130 guns in the game so the game the the i don't want to say the the, the, a lot (laughs) but the i said it again (laughs) The combat in the game, you're mainly using your firearms in the game. And again, it's a third-person experience where you roll out the way, and every time you fight or engage an enemy, you're out of bullets, you got to reload. So it doesn't feel like Dark Souls, the combat doesn't feel like Dark Souls in that aspect. It feels like its own game, but overall what I just previously mentioned. And it's cool because it's, and it really is, it's a sci-fi game. It's a sci-fi it takes place in a sapphire world. In the game, you will be visiting different planets, and um, you would encounter different enemies. It does a really great job. The graphics are not the best. This is done by an indie studio, but again, the game is does a great job making you feel like you are playing in a sapphire world that it can immerse you in. And especially the difficulty of the game is really, really hard. Now, by really, really hard, I'm like, oh man, it's easy. You got skill, but sometimes, for example, you have a boss. That you have to fight, but then there will be like 25 ads that you have to fight as well alongside that boss. So sometimes, as a really frustrating, or a lot of times, adds a frustrating sense because, like, okay, is this game really hard, or they're just giving me an impossible scenario to fight through because of all these ads? You know, obviously, you could beat the game beginning to end, uh, but it's going to be a tough journey reaching the end goal. And you actually have to do multiple playthroughs if you want to experience multiple builds and also to gather all the guns 130 weapons in the game that's a lot of guns and you're gonna play this game multiple times if you so choose to try all of them so to speak you can't play with all the guns and one playthrough you have to you know go through a couple which is really awesome and great content and the game i do believe is cheap the other game i want to mention is swords of ditto swords of ditto is an rpg experience cooperative it's cute and adorable Another honorable mention I want to mention is Bond by Blades, which is also a great 
cartoonish art style RPG experience. Highly recommend it. It's really awesome. That's all I can really say about it. <laughs> and the last game that I want to mention, the honorable mentions, is Terraria. Terraria sort of adds a, it's a 2D side-scrolling Minecraft, so to speak, adventure. So yeah, you create your houses, you gather material, you would you know break trees down, you you know gather materials stuffed. But what's really cool about the game is it does has a native campaign, overall campaign adventure mode, and you would have to sort of craft certain items or retrieve certain items in the world to encounter certain bosses or to trigger certain events in the game or for you to proceed through the game and this game is highly highly difficult the, the best thing about this game too is that it is cooperative for players which is really outstanding i remember i played it uh with a good friend of mine and oh my goodness, uh, my friend had to do most of the work I, I stood by like a cameraman just documenting everything because Oh my goodness, a friend I was playing with back in the uh, back in the day. Oh my goodness, we had to get like, um, for example, in order to defeat a certain boss, we had to to give us a great advantage. We had to build these boots that make us run faster. Um, I think to make us wings also, so we could fly around, get a certain sword that we could do double the damage, etc. And I think it was really cool in the game too. That I think I, to my memory, I haven't played this game in a while, but uh, they did so much updates by then. They did so much updates. Um, since the last time I played, but I remember when I played, I think it was like every eight days, um, in game, there's like a blood red moon and there's just a horde of enemies that just flood your house. And you just got to, you know, defend your house. And it's a really nice game. So if you're looking for a challenge, an awesome cooperative 2d experience, Terraria, I highly recommend this as well. And that will wrap up my list. So big bro, I hope this answers your question and listeners. Also, if you're just, if you got an Xbox series X or if you just got an Xbox one period, because a lot of these games, like I mentioned, they are backwards. You know, they, they are made for the Xbox One, but you can play them on Series X. Um, and, you know, if you're interested in any of these games, highly recommend it. Also, one game I forgot to mention on this list, it's funny, that popped in my mind, is also Torchlight. Torchlight 2 and Torchlight 3 is online cooperative, and it's heavily compared um, to Diablo, to the Diablo series. You know, minus, you know, all the pentagrams and demonic symbols and stuff. Uh, but Torchlight is a great, you know, action adventure, hack and slash, uh, cooperative experience. Definitely recommend that. So all these games, I hope um, you find interesting. Just in case if I, I know, especially uh, Definity, I, I'm, I'm going to write, you know, these names down in the description of part of this episode. So you could see the names yourself and look it up yourself and then just have a great time with friends um as well listeners and again i thank you so very much for your time thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of true gaming and i hope you have a fun time and uh check these games out so i love you guys god bless you jesus loves you my name is one way soldier oh and i almost forgot sorry sorry i <laughs> almost jumped ahead to uh the outro there uh but if you have a question and or a topic that you want to be addressed here on the show you can send your question and our topic at twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you uh, write subject in the subject bar, uh, question, excuse me, in the subject bar. <laughs> subject in the subject bar is funny. You can write, uh, make sure you write question in the subject bar and make sure you leave your name um, in the email so that way I could probably address you here on the show. And hopefully, God willing, your question and our topic will be featured on the next episode. And also, you can follow me at True Way Gaming on Twitter. 
messed it up really loud. Like, ah. Anyway, um, at Truway Gaming at Twitter, so you can follow me, uh, updates. Just also, if you just want to see what I post on the time, you know, gaming-related stuff. And also, when I have to make an announcement, if, you know, something happened or a show gets delayed, etc., which, you know, I'm working to for that to never happen. I'm going to be on time, <laughs> and I think I have been. Um, but anyway, you can follow updates on Twitter. Um, follow me on Twitter as well. And you can also send your questions on Twitter as well, if you so prefer. And yeah, that's about it. So I love you guys. God bless you. My name is One Way Soldier. And this is the end of my transmission. Beautiful.